0: That question of the debates. Um, in the American election that uh, Theo was alluding to there, it really is a two-horse race at that point. Mm. It, it, I was reading Professor Sir John Curtis the other day saying, or hearing him say, actually this election, in his view, uh, isn't about uh, Jeremy Corbyn getting a majority or not. It's about uh, whether Boris Johnson gets a sufficient majority to, del- to deliver Brexit, or whether a hung parliament takes us back, broadly speaking, to where we were. Um, and delivers a second r- referendum. If that's true, tomorrow night's debate is wrong, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I guess, I, I guess so. And, and I think key to uh, the Conservative Party not getting that majority is the ability of Joe Swinson to try and frame it not as a choice between Boris Johnson and Jeremy Corbyn, but a choice between Boris Johnson and something else and she and if, if she was part of those debates and if she could continue to say she was a potential prime minister which what she went into this election saying she is an alternative prime minister to Jeremy Corbyn and Boris Johnson then that would allow those people just like the guy at the CBI and in the swathes of seats that the Lib Dems are trying to win across the southeast and the southwest of England that would allow her to say look I'm an alternative prime minister to these two and that would make it easier to capture those seats from the Conservatives. Whereas if, as this campaign goes on, it's increasingly framed as this two-way choice between Boris Johnson and Jeremy Corbyn, that is going to make it more difficult. And that squeeze, which is already happening on the Liberal Democrats, is only going to get worse if we start talking about who is going to be the Prime Minister.
0: And what's your sense of of whether um since when did we last have these debates 2015 i suppose it was wasn't it Uh, have things sufficiently changed because of brexit because of what we've seen in parliament and the like and people's massive interest in this now um are are the debates a bit more powerful than perhaps they were five years ago
1: Potentially, I think there's more people more interested. You see that all the time. People are more interested in in politics than ever before because of of Brexit. We've just finished doing some analysis here at the UK in Changing Europe about tomorrow that shows that in those 2010 debates, it was people that were in favour of the European Union that were far more likely to watch those debates. So actually, tomorrow, you may find that although Get Brexit Done for Boris Johnson works on the campaign trail, the sort of social demographics that are more likely to... Watch at least a clip from these debates are actually people that are more likely to be against Brexit. So this, this could actually be an opportunity for, for, for Jeremy Corbyn. Although also Jeremy Corbyn doesn't have an, a completely uh, you know ambival- he has a sort of ambivalent attitude to the European Union. So well, his party does. His, his party does, and he's and he's trying to sort of remain above the fray. But it, it's it it be interesting to know whether the the sort of people that are going to be watching these debates will be. Impressed by Boris Johnson or Jeremy Corbyn?
2: Uh, Alan, Alan, it's Theo here. Just, just oh. on this on this issue about Jo Swinson, and she wants to take part in the debates. And I'm just thinking back to 2010, where Nick Clegg took part in the debates as the leader of the Liberal Democrats. And the idea of a coalition was was something of an anathema to the British voting public. And of course, Nick Clegg could have gone either way. He ended up supporting David Cameron in the end and not Gordon Brown. But isn't the problem for Jo Swinson is because of the way the battle lines have drawn on Brexit and the stance the Liberal Democrats have taken, she can only support Jeremy Corbyn. And so she... Whatever question she faces, and you heard from that businessman, Chris Buxton, there, is that, and he was saying it to Joe Swinson, you would put Jeremy Corbyn into number 10 Downing Street. There's no way that you can support Boris Johnson, given where your stance is on Brexit. And isn't that the problem for her?
1: Yeah, and there's this real tension in that the people that want to vote for the Liberal Democrats at the moment, at present, are far more likely to be anti-conservative people. Uh, than the general population, but actually the kind of voters that the Lib Dems are trying to get, the additional seats and the additional voters they're trying to get right now, they're trying to reach into the Conservative Party and get those Remainers. So you have this huge tension where actually the Lib Dems as a party of Remain are actually probably more left-wing in that sense than they've, than they've been in quite a long time, but their strategy is to try and reach as far into that Conservative vote, which is why you're seeing this tension in the Lib Dems at the moment where people... In the party, feeling a bit uncomfortable at the messaging of Joe Swinton, who's clearly overtly going for the conservative votes at the same time as actually the Lib Dems are trying to hold on to a lot of like, voting Labour last time.
0: And, and just a final thought, um, Alan, you, you've written fairly extensively about election pacts and government yeah. pacts as well. We have a rather patchy history, don't we, in this country of those?
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, electoral pacts are. I've long sort of been a bit, a bit of a problem for British politics. You know, votes are hard to get their heads around them. And as a, the main problem is because people like to see this framed as this two-way choice between various leaders. And once you start muddling it up with election packs and so on, people, uh, voters who are far less likely than the average person listening to LBC or one of us to actually be paying attention may not even understand what they're being told to do. And that's the big problem with Trying to think about things in a sort of more complicated way in terms of electoral packs and coalitions and so on.
0: People like things quite simple. Yeah, or apparently straightforward. Yeah. yeah, apparently yeah. straightforward. Yeah. Well, that's just why we keep messages simple, I suppose, isn't it in politics? Or attempt yeah. to. Thank you. Great to talk to you again, Dr. Alan Wager, researcher at UK in a Changing Europe, and